ראיתי דף כ"א עמוד א', אוצנו מי אין בלונינג, חצר המהלכת. We're all somewhere on a spectrum uh, of uh, autonomy and belonging. Some people need a lot of autonomy and don't need as much belonging. Some people need a lot of belonging and they don't need as much autonomy. And most of us move around on that spectrum. There are times where we want to be very independent and autonomous. And there are times where we want to feel a sense of belonging and community and family. Uh, but but they're all, the, it, one comes at the expense of the other. The more autonomy you have, the less belonging you have. The more belonging you have, the less... The, the, the less autonomy you have. And, but this idea of belonging and autonomy really affects ownership and ideas of ownership and degrees of ownership. And, and ownership is a function of kinyan. Kinyan is the way ownership is created, the way ownership is transferred, and Masech de Gittin deals a lot with kinyan, which we're going to use a lot when we get to Masech de Bovimetzia, and we start dealing with business laws. A lot of the halachot in Bovimetzia come from discussions, including the one we have today in, in, in Masech de Gittin, uh, because one can own with different degrees of autonomy and belonging as well. If you own a, a, a movable object, uh, I, I own this watch, I can do what I want with it, I can move it, I can buy it, I can sell it, I can do anything with it. I have complete autonomy, it has no autonomy, it belongs entirely to me. If I own a piece of property, I have a little less autonomy. Uh, I can, it's mine, and, and it doesn't have autonomy, but I can't move it wherever I want to. There's, there's a limit to what I can do with it. And if I own an animal, then I have less autonomy, because not only can't I necessarily move the animal where I wanted to, but the animal has autonomy to move where it wants to. And if I own a, a, a slave, then not only has the slave got autonomy of movement, but it's got autonomy of thought as well. It can think whatever it, want, it wants. It's got freedom of thought. And if I employ somebody, I own their labor, who is not a, a slave, it's even less so. I don't really, I can't control their movement as much. I can't control their thinking. So there are different levels of, of ownership of Kenyan that affect the object in different forms, in different ways on the spectrum of autonomy and belonging. And with that kind of framework, we can get some, some insight into, into our Gemara. We have a kinyan. One of the ways to, to acquire something is called a kinyan chatzer. Um, and and we'll, we'll see where that comes from. Whereby placing something in your yard, in your house, you don't have to do anything more than that. That's already a kinyan. Uh, it's, it's a passive kinyan. You, without having to do anything, the fact that it's in your yard or it's been placed in your yard gives you ownership of that, of that particular object. That's considered a valid kinyan. Where does it come from? It actually comes from Gittin. Because in Gittin, we're given the posuk of It's interesting how many pages and pages and pages of Gemara are on this one posuk that we've had. Everything we've been learning so far has been on this one posuk. And you'll put it into her hand. So the Gemara says further on in Gittin, we'll get to it. Um, if you throw a get into a woman's house and she's in the house, then the, the get the get works. Where does that come from? Says the Gemara. It says, and you shall give it into her hand. Why does it say into her hand? Why doesn't it say venatan la? You will give it to her. Obviously, it's into her hand. So you see, that extra word yada comes to teach us not only her hand but her yard as well. As Rashi says, 
doesn't say over yada yitnenu, mashmalan latina kodu. Others learn it because of the word yada altogether is redundant. The Yerushalmi says, um, How do we know that we can throw the get into her yard and that she's koneh the get, she's acquired it? She has to acquire, it has to be a kinyan. Venatan beyadam means the husband has to write a tangible letter. We've talked about that, a sefer kritut. And he has to transfer the ownership of that object, that thing, that sefer kritut. He's got to transfer the ownership of that object to her. Uh, and that's the view of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Shmuel says, He took all of his land from his hand. Did he take it from his hand? So what does Yad mean? Yad doesn't mean literally a hand. Yad means a place where you have control. Yad, your hand, is the tool you use to control, to manipulate the world around you. And so Yad is where, you, where your authority reaches to, where your control reaches to. And your control reaches beyond your physical body. Your control is include, you have control over your house. You have control over your property. And any area that you have control over is considered Yado. That's one of the Limudim that we learn. Now we get into our Gemara. Our Mishnah said a very strange thing. You can write a get on anything. You can write the get on the hand of a slave and give her the slave. Which, which is strange. We'll come to a, a little bit more understanding of that in a moment. Then the Gemara says, What happens if he didn't write it on the hand of the slave? He wrote it on a piece of parchment, as he should. And he gives it to, the, to his own slave. And then, He then writes a second document, donating his slave to her. So now she acquires a slave, which is now her property, and in the slave's hand is a get. So is that a good Kenyan chatzah? Is that, is that like Yad? Kanato umit gareshit bo. She acquires the slave and she is properly divorced. Here we come into a new idea with Kinyan chatzah. A Kinyan chatzah doesn't work if the chatzah is moving or movable. So the Gemara in Bovamati on Daftes, where a lot of the sugya resides, talks about a, an animal as a chatzah. You put something on the back of an, an ox and you give the ox to the other person. Now the ox belongs to the other person. Have they also been koneh, the things you put on the back of the ox, which is now kinyan chatzer? No, says the Gemara. That's a chatzer ma'alechet. That's a moving chatzer. Yes, that ox is like a chatzer. It's, it's an extended part of the person's territory. But, but it can move, so it's not a good chatzer. It's a chatzer ma'alechet. So the slave here as well, how can you give this get to the slave and give the slave to the woman and say, she's, she's koneh? She's koneh, yeah, kinyan chatzer, but it's a kinyan chatzer ma'alechet. That doesn't work. And if you want to say no, that he's standing still, he's not moving. But we've learned that even if it's, as long as it can move, it doesn't matter whether it is moving or not. If it is able to move, it's not a Kenyan Chatzah. We're talking about a case where the slave is tied up. He, he does not have freedom of movement. So what we want to look at a little bit is this idea of a Kenyan Chatzar, number one. Number two, why is a Kenyan Chatzar Ma'alechet not good? And number three, why is it good if the animal or the, or, or the slave is tied up, then it is a good Chatzar? And we're going to have a third idea, which is that not only, Tosfus raises it, not only must the animal be tied up, but the animal must also be asleep, or the slave must also be asleep. Not the animal, the slave must also be asleep.
Before that, just the, 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 an important Rashbo, the Rashbo says, why does the Gemara not get into this conversation about the Mishnah? The Mishnah says you can write the get on the hand of the slave, and then you give her the, and then you give her the slave. Why don't we then say that the slave is a movable thing, a movable object? Why, how does that work? So answers the Rashbo, no, there's a, in that case, in the case of the Mishnah, this distinction is very important. In the case of the, mitz, of the Mishnah, the slave is the, is the parchment. He's not a chatzer. You're not giving a get to the slave and a slave to the woman. You, the slave is the get. Now you're giving the, the slave to the woman. That's giving the get to the woman. The slave is the get. That's a different case. Here we're talking about there's a physical get. There's a piece of parchment. You've put it in the slave's hand. Now you want to give her the parchment by giving her the slave and use kinyan chatzer, using the, the territorial kinyan. But the territorial kinyan only works with territory that is stable, not with territory that moves. talks not only about an animal, about a ship. Is a, is a ship, if you own a boat and fish for, jump into the boat, is the, are they now yours because it's a kinyan chatzer? But the ship's movable. A woman who carries a basket on her head. Like in Africa, the women walk around with baskets on their head. That's how they carry uh, heavy weights. What happens if you throw the get into the basket on her head? Is that a chatzah ma'alechet or not? So there's a whole sugya there around a chatzah ma'alechet. How does that work? Says Tosfos, it's not good enough that it's a chatzah ma'alechet. It also has to be, that it's not ma'alechet. It must be kapot ve'yashen ba'inan and asleep. Avechen pasku ha'alochas gedolus. The bal ha'alochas gedolus, you'll remember, is that very important, very early halachic work written in the time of the Goenim, which you see how Tosfus, and we'll see the Rashbob, attribute enormous authority to the Baal Halachot Kedorot. And the Baal Halachot Kedorot says you need these two requirements. Why, explains the Rashbob. In the case of a behemoth, in the case of an animal, you don't need the animal to be asleep. We need what the Gemara calls a chatzer mishtamerit. That means that the chatzer is governed by the intention of the owner. So this is a very important uh, principle in, in, what, in, the, uh, in life and in the matrimonium that we're discussing today. Territory can be governed by the values and the, and the da'at of the owner. You govern your house with your values. And that's the whole idea of a home. That no matter what's going outside your home, in your home it's your values. And that's why you can make certain conditions. Believe it or not, you can even make conditions for your own children and tell them how to behave in your home. It's okay to do that. Your home is a place where you set the values. You can't control the values outside, but in your home you can control the values. Somebody comes into your home, they feel your values. But, but, and that's called mishtameret ledat habalim. The owner has not only physical authority over the space, but also mental and, and moral authority over the space the, uh, the owner has. That's part of what a chatzer is. That's part of what your own territory is. That's why Rashut HaYachid extends beyond, beyond yourself. Rashut HaYachid is your private domain. Your private domain, domain extends to your house. It extends to your yard. If it's mishtamerit, if there's a fence around your yard, it's defined, and you control the values that govern that yard, then that's a, then that's a Rashut HaYachid. It's part of your own private territory. And that's where a Kenyan chatzer can work. It has to be mishtamerit adat balim. If an animal is tied up, it's not mahalechet. The animal can't move, so that's good. 
And it's mishtamer ledad ba'ala. It's governed by where, what the owner wants to do with it. The owner can do with the animal. The owner wants to slaughter the animal. Animal's already tied up. He can be a khalif and he can slaughter the animal. The owner has complete authority, complete autonomy. The animal has no autonomy. When it's bound up, the animal is completely into belonging with zero autonomy. 100% belonging, zero autonomy. That's an animal that's tied up. But what about a slave that's tied up? Says the Rashbo, that's different. Because a slave, even if he's tied up, is free to think. You can't control his thoughts. And therefore, your ownership of the slave is limited. And the only time you own him is if he's tied up and he's bound. Now he can't move and he's asleep. Now he's, now he's, he's a, not a mahalechet, he can't move. And he's mishtamered ladad bala because he can't have, he hasn't got freedom of thought. He can't think whatever he wants to do. Then it's okay. So the, the Rashbo, like Tosfus, comes to the conclusion, unlike the Rambam, that in this case, it's not sufficient to have him bound up. It, he must also be asleep so that it's not only a chatzer she'enam ma'alechet, it's not only a non-moving yard, chatzer, piece of territory, but it's also a piece of territory over which you have mental control, not only physical control. Darshbo also says that that's how the, how the Bahag Paskins. Um, and, and that's a very important thing to understand uh, in, in the way we relate to the things we control, so to say, whether it's our territory. So if it's an inanimate object, as we said, easy, we control it completely. If it's an animate object, no, really, there's a, there are limits on, on our control. Now you get into the area of people. And this is the whole issue that's going on in the world at the moment about people coming back to the office or not. And bosses saying, I want the people back in the office. I control this is my territory. You work for me. I tell you where you are. No, yes, but they're saying we have freedom of movement. We learned during COVID that we have freedom of movement. You don't own our rights to move and to be where we want as long as we're doing the work. They want autonomy. The, the Balabos wants more belonging and less autonomy. How do I build a business if nobody belongs in the culture, if nobody belongs to the team? That's the debate that's taking place on a deeper level. It's not just about do I work from home or don't I, do I work remotely or don't I. It's about, it's, it's about belonging and autonomy. How much belonging, how much autonomy do we have? And in our own homes, it's an important thing too. Yes, I can control access to my home. I can control who comes in and out of my home. Is that sufficient? I also, it has to be mishtamerit ladat bala. I also have the capacity to control the value systems that govern my home. Am I doing that effectively? Am I doing that properly? And when it comes to children, I can govern my children's movements up to a certain age, maybe. Can I really govern what they're thinking and what they're not thinking? So what kind of ownership do I have? I don't have ownership. Even a slave, even a slave who's bound up, who's chained I don't have total autonomy and ownership over such a slave because he still has freedom of thought. And that freedom of thought gives him a level of autonomy that, that diminishes my ownership and my control over him. I'm not 100% on the autonomy side. And I'm not totally on the belonging side, but I'm somewhere in between. And using this framework will help us understand the laws of Kinyanim, will help us understand the principles of, of ownership, but also in life and in business and in leadership helps us understand and consider how we view the things we so to say control, the things that we can influence. Always consider it on the level of belonging and autonomy. How much belonging does that person, to what extent does that person or thing or space or a business belong to me? And to what extent does it have its own autonomy? Is it able to be autonomous within its own right? Just understanding things in that framework will help a lot. And once again, as I said last time, 
Take, take a few moments, even if it's just a few moments in the afternoon in your mind to quickly review some of the key points of this year. Or take the Mercurius and run through the Mercurius again and have them look, look inside. Do something to, to, to embed these pieces of learning. There's just these wonderful ideas we pull out of the Gemara every day. Do something to keep them inside you, to make them part of you and act on them. Start using it. Start using the framework. Start noticing. Start noticing your language. Start noticing the way you manage people. Start noticing the way you interact with people. Where are you on this spectrum of autonomy and belonging? Mm-hmm.